Welcome to a new episode of the She's Kingdom podcast. I am your host, Dr. Audrey. I have been away for a while, but I am back. I apologize for being gone. I missed you guys so much. Um, So we're getting ready to just dive right on into it. The episodes are now back. Um, We will be running our episodes um, bi-weekly as usual on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So please definitely subscribe so you'll get that notification when a new episode drops but without further ado we're gonna get this party started so today's topic is the waiting room why am I still single so this is a hot topic um hence there is so many people that are single in the world and if you are a single Christian um this question may have come up actually just a regular single person in the world this question might have come up why am i still single i am beautiful i am i am the i have the whole package i'm sparred i i um i've got my life in order i got my life on track but i cannot seem to find the right partner so let's dive into this topic tonight again please subscribe right now so you don't miss another episode. So our first question tonight is just that, um, what does it mean to be single in modern society? And what does that mean to be single as a Christian? So this is um, already out the gate. It's a loaded question. It's two-part question. And so being single in a modern world, in the world, quote, it's going to be obviously different from being single as a Christian. And I really like the, the theme of tonight, like the title of our message, because it is the waiting room. Why am I still single? And one of the things that I like to share as I answer this question is, one of the things that God revealed to me on my single journey was that I needed to change my perception and the way that I understood singleness. Um, So when I first started on the journey of being single, my perception or my understanding of being single was from a worldly perspective that I was just a single woman and I could essentially, I could still date uh, and I could live my life and embrace and enjoy my life as a single person. That's just what it was. That's what people do. We talk about being single and free um, and, and, and enjoying life. And I think that to some degree, that is the, it has a similar meaning as a Christian, but I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into that. So what got revealed to me is that my single season, my single journey is not a place of waiting but rather a place of preparation. And so obviously this is not going to be the perception of the world because when you are in the world, you are looking at it from the standpoint that you are waiting um, for this person um, to find you, or perhaps you're going to find this person because that's a lot of times what the world says that a woman can find a man. And that's just not, that's not Bible. That's not biblical. That's not kingdom, right? Um, Because we'll get into scripture a little bit later about what the Bible tells us about how a woman is found, right? So God revealed to me that my single season um, obviously is not a place of waiting, but rather preparation. And in the preparation, what does that mean? That God is purifying me. He's purging me. I'm establishing uh, my relationship with him, getting to know him, um, getting to know myself, right? Walking in my true identity and developing those Proverbs 31 characteristics. And therefore I am not doing arbitrary dating um, because it would, um, it would hinder, it would offset what God is doing with me internally. Um, and so that is the, that is the 
revelation that God revealed to me about being single and the importance of it. Like this is singleness. The single journey is such an important time um, because the Bible says, listen, the way that God looks at marriage um, as the relationship with marriage between a husband and a wife is that of his relationship with the church as Jesus Christ relationship with the church, how he loved the church. Um, and that is why marriage is so um, spiritually significant. So that is a, this question, like I said, is a very loaded question. I can kind of continue on, but I'm actually going to go on to the next question, but definitely a total different um, view from, uh, of the world standpoint of what single um, is like, cause it's like single, uh, single hot, uh, hot girl summer. And that's just not, um, that's not what, um, the, a woman that is of God, um, that should not be her approach and it definitely shouldn't be her perception. But when you are a new convert and you're coming out of the world, obviously a lot of that, uh, a lot of that deliverance is taking place in your, on your single journey. I know perhaps for me, it definitely was. And I'll dive into that a little bit more as I get into the podcast. Um, so our next question is going to be, what are some common challenges that single people face on a single journey? And I think that this is another loaded question. So um, obviously there is the world system, right? There's a world system of dating, right? Where you, where, well, you'll hear people say often, like you can date as many um, people that you want until you find that person, until you find your person. Um, and it's like playing musical chairs. And the thing is, how vested are you into really taking that time to get your know yourself to really find out what it is that you want, what it is, not only just, just but that what you want, but what you need, and then what God would have for you. What is God's plan for you, right? That is so important. So the world system is a challenge, um, obviously, because the world system has dating apps, speed dating, because the way that culture does it is culture wants to do it by itself. It, it's, it's an absence of God. Um, and so that is where we um, get, we, uh, you know, we fall into, the the um the hands of the hookup culture and fornication and all those things that lead to sin that just further keeps us you know keeps us all wrapped up and tangled up in the world which further um hinders or it, it actually not only hinder but it delays it puts your single journey on pause right because there's no development that's happening um and that's what god wants more so than anything for you as a single person, because the Bible tells us over in the first book of Corinthians, it says, listen, as a single person, as a virgin, the Bible describes, describes a relationship between God and a single virgin woman and a married woman. And the Bible tells us that as a single woman, your soul job as a single person is to establish your relationship with God. So like you are only to be Bible says you only need to be concerned about the things of God, how you might present yourself holy, both in body and spirit. So that is what God, God wants you to be a yielding vessel, a submitted vessel, because this is your training grounds for marriage, how you submit to God, how you, how, what your heart posture is towards God is going to demonstrate to God. If you have taken on the Proverbs 31 characteristics, which is going to therefore then make you a wife, because the Bible tells us, listen, a husband doesn't make you a wife. Having a husband, that is what happens in a lot of marriages while they fall apart because you perhaps get married to a woman that is not, a, ma a man get married to a woman that is not a wife, 
right? Because he took her as his wife, does not make her a wife because it is God that establishes a woman as a wife, right? So a woman can be found as a wife before she actually has a husband, right? But a husband needs a wife in order to be a husband. So God is very, um, he is very creative in the way that he does things. And I'll back that up with scripture because the Bible tells us whosoever find findeth a wife, find a good thing and obtain favor with the Lord, which means that when you are found, you are already a wife. Like you, you are found. So what you're going to do when you are, um, to a woman that's listening, that's single, what you're going to do when your husband finds you, um, he, he's going to make you his bride. You're going to go into, you're going to come into holy covenant. You all are going to come into covenant. And the way that you're going to come into covenant is, is when you consummate the marriage. That is when you have intercourse, um, which is a sacred act, right? It's, it's going to be so sacred that you all are going to, two are going to become one flesh. The Bible says that you will become one twine, one. Um, and so those challenges you know, it's all with the world system and what is the kingdom mindset, the kingdom mindset that has to be taken on, which is what this podcast is all about. How are we um, thinking? What is our thought process as we are establishing ourselves for the kingdom and living a life, um, living a kingdom lifestyle, which can be very challenging, obviously, because um, we know what the apostle Paul said, every time I desire to do good, evil is always present. So you're always in a space where you're able to decide, okay, do I want to make this this good decision or do I want to make this decision that is going to give me this immediate gratification? So that's always a choice. And for some, in some areas, it's a, it's a greater struggle than for others. But that is our second question. And so let me go on to our third question. I hope that I leave out something over there. No, I think I answered the whole thing. The third question then is, um, how can cultural or religious beliefs impact a person's single journey or experience? Um, and so I'm going to answer this question. This, this answer, this question is going to be a little bit deep because God gave me a whole list of things, um, that, um, culture can do and a whole thing that religion, your, your religion or your belief system can do. And that is, I'm going to share those right now, the list of things are some of those things that um, that could impact your single journey or your single season as it pertains to worldly thoughts and um, which are kernel or our kingdom thoughts, which are godly. And that is that your perception has to be in check. So how you see your single season is super important. So I was so thankful that God quickly, um, probably two years into being single, God revealed that to me, like, you are not single. I am, I am preparing you. You're, you're not in, you have to be in proper position so that when the bridegroom show up, like we know with this, the story with the 10 virgins, um, the five silly, right. The five, the five foolish, rather the five foolish, um, and the five that were ready. Right. So the five foolish, when the bridegroom showed up, they didn't have any oil in their lamp and they were left behind. And so we most certainly don't want to be like the foolish uh, virgins. We want to be prepared. And so that is where our perception has to, um, we have to be able to see our single journey properly. The next thing that God revealed to me is that there is an issue, um, that could potentially the issue of identity could potentially hinder a person's single journey journey as well. And I'm going to just go into that a little bit. So that means that the issues of identity is faithlessness. That could be an example, having lack of faith, lack of trust in God. You are, you don't have a secure relationship 
with God, right? So your relationship with God is not consistent. It's inconsistent, maybe perhaps with your prayer life, your study life, you're not trusting God. So when you are in any relationship, the foundation of a relationship is built on trust. And in the absence of trust, there is no relationship. So if you are not trusting God, if you are not secure in your, um, in your, uh, in your understanding of God's ability to do um, his ability to be able to do and his uh and trusting that he will do will 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 ultimately impact your relationship with God so your identity has to be found in Christ Jesus so like your identity cannot be found in worldly things right um and most times in the world our kernel thinking is that we identify with our career we identify with our monetarial status right we we live in a world where there's a bbl culture so everybody identifies with their body and their physical features and and to have a kingdom mindset to get the things to get the things that god has purposed you for that you have to be prepared to be able to receive them and so therefore your perception um, has to be an alignment. And that is with your identity. Who am I? Who am I in Christ Jesus? So I'll go down the list of things that God say, because God said a lot of great things about us. He told us that we are fearfully and wonderfully created in his image and his likeness. He said that we are royal, right? We are chosen. And so we have to know what our worth is and our value, but all of those things are found in Christ right? He tells us that the kingdom is within us. And when we have the kingdom within us, that means that his spirit lives in us. And so in order for us to know our true identity, we have to know what God says about us. And so not knowing who you are, but finding your identity in things um, could hinder your single season. Like perhaps like idolizing marriage, like wanting marriage for the wrong things, right? So wanting marriage, your desires, um, because you want to obviously maybe perhaps have an image you think that marriage is going to define you it's going to perhaps make you a better person you'll feel accomplished because you're married those things you cannot um, use marriage as an idol but you have to understand what the purpose of marriage is why did god set marriage marriage forth from the very beginning what was his original purpose for marriage is is important the second thing I believe is um, the heart conditions. Heart conditions or having heart deficiencies is the way that the Holy Spirit builds me. Those heart deficiencies are, oh gosh, having a heart deficiency could be a multiple things, unforgiveness in your heart. Again, we can actually even connect that whole thing back to trust um, and building your relationship with God. Are those our heart conditions? Um, being doubtful all of that is all of those are heart conditions like doubtful um i come across a lot of people that often say that oh you know i've been single for so long i don't believe that it's going to happen for me um those doubtful you can't be doubtful right because we know that god god did not give us the spirit of fear of but of love that of a power of, of in a sound mind right so being in doubt is obviously operating in fear and that is not the that is not the spirit of god but that is an antichrist spirit so like those things that we might think that are are small those are very major and those things are the things that stall your 
season, it will keep you in a holding pattern because the idea of, of you being single on a single journey is so that it's a place of self-improvement, right? Um, and it's a place of proven, self-improvement and proven. And what I mean by being proven is this is the time where you are really being established in Christ. And for a woman, and I can speak for a woman because I am a woman, um, it is so super important um, that you truly know who you are because you have so so much power and your power of influence in your marriage is impeccable. And I can back that up with scripture as well. We could talk about, um, we could talk about Eve, and Adam and how she influenced Adam to era. We can talk about Sarah and Abraham and how Sabra influenced Abraham um, to mess up. We could talk about Lot and Lot's wife and how Lot's wife tried to influence him um, to uh, to mess up, and ultimately she ended up losing her life because she disobeyed God, what God told them to do, and it was not looked back. And then we talk about. Job and his wife, where Job's wife told him to curse God and die. So like the power of influence, only Job did not respond to it because he was very strong. But just that, those are just a few examples of your influence. And so you have to be set and anchored in your foundation. Your foundation has to be anchored in Christ because as a wife, you are going to impart into your husband as he is imparting into you as he's pouring out to you because you are his help me the bible says listen god took the rib he took a rib out of man to make woman which means that you are this his rib and what is a rib the rib is just above the heart so like you are covering his heart the rib covers the heart and that is your role is so intricate in your husband's life and so this is the time where god is downloading all those intricate details about what you're going to need to do um, as you are going to be a wife this is how he's establishing you as a wife that's why when you are found you are already a wife right you're already a wife um, let's go on to the next thing. The next thing was soul ties could hinder you. Now listen to this, like we can go on, this can be an entire podcast about soul ties, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because we'll be there for a long time, but I'll, I'll just go ahead and just touch on it a little bit. How soul ties can hinder your single journey, perhaps delay it um, from you, you know, being able to come into covenant with the person that God has for you. Um, it hinders it because you are, um, you are tied to another person's soul, just as it's just as the name, like you are, you are already one, you are married, you are married in a spirit with someone else. You, you have a husband, <laughs> right? Um, and um, we could talk about that. We could talk about the Samaritan woman, um, the, the story in the Bible where the Samaritan woman, where Jesus was speaking to her and he was asking her about where was her husband. And 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 then he just right away, she, she tried to tell him where the man that she was with, where he was. And he tells her his response to her is that not, that's not your husband. And neither were any of the other ones, right? I'm paraphrasing the story a bit, but he he identified, he let her know, listen, you have husbands. And what he was basically letting, telling her was that, listen, you have been with all these men, right? And so that's another indication that God sees all, he knows all, he knows where we are. Um, and so those soul ties have to be broken. You have to divorce them. Um, you have to be delivered from them during your single season, right? Because you have engaged in the act that has caused you to be wrapped up and tangled up with someone. And so you cannot 
gain access to the person that God has for you until you have been freed from this tie that you have from this spiritual soul tie that you have with this other person. So you are wedded in the spirit realm. And so that is, that would cause, uh, that will cause a hindrance or delay. The next final one is now this one is really deep as well. This is generational curses. So a lot of times people have been on a single journey um, and they may not even recognize that, okay, I've been on this journey for a long time. I feel like I've done a lot of work um, to improve, to get myself um, in the position in a place where God would have me, but there I'm still being stagnant. I'm, I'm still being held up. And so the Lord revealed to me that there are some people that may very well be under generational curse. And what I mean by that is you can look in your family you can actually take this assessment um well after listening to this episode like just go down your family and look at how many kingdom marriages are in your family how many people was your mother was your mother and father married was it a marriage unto god was your grandmother and grandfather married like so you'll see you'll see the consistency or the inconsistency in those patterns so what you're going to be looking for is patterns and when you notice what kind of pattern it is there therefore you can you'll be able to know because the way that generational curses work is that they are that is it is just that is generationally and if we talk about curses in the book of deuteronomy specifically um as it pertains to the the one that god had spoke against the mortabites which were the people um that roof lineage came from they were under a curse for 10 10, 10 generations and so you can trace this back you will be able to trace this back in your family for generations now what i want to say is that the list that i just shared is non-exclude uh, you know non-exhaustive meaning that there could be ultimately various reasons, but these are some reasons that God um, has disclosed to me. And so I share that with you. Now, our fourth question is what role can family and friends play in a person's journey um, on their single journey or perhaps helping them um, uh, or holding or hindering their process? You know, just having the perception negative talk encouraging them to do the wrong things those those apply pressures um, having the wrong person in your space really being kept with the wrong company and sometimes we um, stay amongst our family because obviously we didn't choose them but rather they were chose for us and we're blinded by the fact that they're family um, so that we don't see that they are not good for us. And so there could be some things or some advice that you're being given, um, maybe even in the environment that you're involved in when you're with them, um, some level of engagement that could be taking you away from who God is trying to um, create you, creating you to be right um and so that can cause a hindrance there and so the final question um is going to be um how can no i'm sorry actually this is not the final question it's the fifth question how can societal pressures and expectations impact a person's decisions um during their single journey so um i think it's kind of i think i sort of kind of answered that um at the start but i'll i'll touch on this i think that um, societal pressures or expectations, you know, when we have our timeline, because we're basing this timeline on what we expect or where we expect ourselves to be. So you have this measuring stick of where you believe that you should be in your life at a certain time. And that is based on societal pressures. Um, well, I should be married by 30. I should have kids at this time. And when you are not, when you have not accomplished that, then therefore you become discouraged 
you know, um, and then you can begin to, a lot of times I hear people actually begin to speak against um, the promise that God has over their life, like that God is going to give you a kingdom spouse, but then you begin to speak negatively. And we know that the word of God tells us that there's power in life and death in your tongue. So you got to be careful with what you are speaking. So I believe that that is one of the greatest ways that societal pressures can impact um, a person um, and hinder their single season. So our final question is what solutions or strategies can you share for someone that's struggling on a single journey? And honestly, the thing that I will tell you if you are struggling is to give your single journey back to God, give your single season back to God. And what that means is you are going to just surrender your will. God, I give up. I give this thing to you. I, I'm not going to try to figure it out because the Bible tells us to lean not to our own understanding, but to acknowledge God in all of our ways and he'll lead and direct our path. And when you give your single season back to God, then God can listen. He can just encourage you, strengthen you, right? He'll build you up um, because you're taking all the expectations. You're taking all the heavy lifting off yourself and you're putting it on, on God. Like the Bible tells us to cast our cares on him. So you're going to just cast your cares right on over to him and let him handle that for you. So I pray that something that I shared on this episode has been a blessing to you. I know it was a rather short episode, but I really wanted to get back out there because I haven't talked to you guys in a while. I miss you. I am so sorry. I will not go away. I was on a hiatus for a while, but I am back, back, back. Um, and so we will have our episodes again. They're going to start to be aired again on Thursdays bi-weekly at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, so you can catch a new episode two weeks from today at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, so please do subscribe. And I pray that you are blessed by this message. See you next time.